Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Monica, was that you cosplaying at the Emerald City Comic Con? Which one? You dressed in that Wonder Woman outfit. Was that you? Are you sure it was Wonder Woman? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it went well with my uh, Black Widow latex outfit, so. <laughs> so that was you. I was wondering, you know, the mask hides a lot. So, you know, I thought right. that might have been you, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> but Black Widow doesn't wear a mask. I, maybe that's my Pulp Fiction outfit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. It's <laughs> just... like really tiny, like black mask that isn't really a mask. Are you sure? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Hey, if you did do cosplay, who would you who would you want to dress up as? Who would I want to dress up as? That's a tough one. I mean, you know who I love? I love Hit Girl. Hit Girl from um, Kick-Ass? Yeah. Just yeah? the purple wig and just, I don't know. And I just like Hit Girl. Okay. I like it. I like it. What about you? I am going to be Russell from the Disney Pixar Up. <laughs> I always tease my brother. That's who he should be. <laughs> People always say that like, oh my God, that's your doppelganger. I was like, uh, okay, I'll dress up as that. So... Anyway. I got to try to dig up a picture. I was at like a zombie event one year. Somebody dressed up as a zombie uh, Russell. I'm telling you, he nailed it. He nailed oh, wow. it. That's it was really like the good. Best Russell costume I've ever seen. I'm just like, that guy's awesome. Thank God they didn't do a steampunk version. Everybody does a steampunk <laughs> version. I'd rather, I'd rather see a zombie version. That's zombie version is cool. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to our show. Welcome to Seattle Foodie Podcast. Monica, did you get a Shamron sh shake? Or did no, you? I did not do anything for St. Patty's Day? Did you get get a pots of gold ice cream cone from uh, salt and straw or anything like that? Um, not today, but I did get myself a pint of pot of gold. Um, so I had it in the freezer ready to go. And I've spent part of the day um, working on my corned beef because, you know, I'm a home cook. So yeah. got to have corned beef on St. Patty's Day. When we're done here, I'm going to finish up on my uh, my potatoes and cabbage and veggies. And I think it's going to be good. But no, no, no shamrock shake. What about you? Uh, you know, it sounds good that you need a burger mm. shamrock shake. Uh, or the mm. St. Patty's Day shake. Oh, that looks that looks so good. I've seen that all, on that some stories. Good. Man, I might yeah. I might need to stop by there after the show and get one. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm still recovering from pie day. So I've been eating like a cream pie all week and I've been super sick. <laughs> 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 Hashtag lactose intolerance. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. It's almost gone. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, episode 27 is here. Oh, my goodness. Hello, everyone. We've got some fun things to recap, a couple events, and we have an awesome, awesome interview that you, Monica, did. I'm just going to tease it for right now, and we'll talk about it a little later on. So let's get on to our show. Monica, I'm still full from what we just did. It's ridiculous. We just went and had a menu tasting by Craving Seattle at QQ Bites. Monica, what do you what do you think? You still full? Yeah, I'm still full, and that was quite a while ago. Um, from everywhere from the the drinks that sort of filled me up to like the appetizers and full meals. Like I cannot believe the size of the portions of the entrees. Like it just totally blew me away. Oh man, the bento boxes were ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And they're only $12.95. I mean, those mm -hmm. two huge pork chops. You also have that tea smoked organic chicken and mm -hmm. They're just large plates. You guys got to go there. It's awesome for lunch if you want big portions. Um, expect a nap when you come back for, to work. So. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but there's a lot of other things like the guabao, the beef noodle soup, the five spice fried chicken, mm -hmm. the spice pork stew over rice. I mean, it's just traditional Taiwanese cafe stuff that you can get during your lunch break or during dinner time too as well. It's kind of just a nice cheaper version of Facing East out in Bellevue, who is, mm -hmm. which is their sister restaurant. Have you been to Facing East before? Uh, it's on the east side? No. Yes. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's my sister-in-law's probably favorite Chinese restaurant on the east side. We oh, love, wow. We love going there. I like having this place because it's kind of a, it's more of an express version of Facing East and they've got some really good stuff. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I haven't been to Facing East on, in Bellevue, but for sure what I saw today is just so much care in the food. And, you know, I love a good guabao and mm -hmm. um, I love pork and veggie dumplings and that sauce. Like the, the sauces make the difference and all the sauces are made in-house in their commissary. Um, and it's the spicy one too. I like the spicy mm -hmm. ones. And the bows that they make are made in-house in, in, in mm -hmm. their restaurant. So mm -hmm. definitely try it out. It was so much fun having just basically lunch with everyone with Boba Eggs, Mon Mon Dot Eats, Emerald City Eater, you, of course, and I. So much food. Now that I know there should have been 10 people eating there. I know. I feel <laughs> like we kind of missed the mark a little. <laughs> we needed more people. <laughs> right? I mean, they, they said menu tasting. They didn't say like mm -hmm. the whole menu tasting. Yeah, oh exactly. My goodness. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So ridiculous. Thank you so much to QQ by Facing East. Thank you so much by Craving Seattle. It was just a lot of fun. We really appreciate the hospitality and the mm -hmm. graciousness from the entire group there. All right, Monica, we did some other things over the week that was kind of fun too, huh? Yeah, um, we did some other things. Why don't we start with, you went to a Wingdome Papa Shot Challenge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, last week, Connor Kaysen, who's at Find Me in Seattle, and Justin Oba, who is at Obelicious PNW, they threw down um, for a social media smackdown on a Papa Shot game at Wingdome in Greenwood. And so we threw down like tons of wings, and then we had a chance to watch a two go at it on court. Um, but, you know, my favorite wing flavor there, and I have to call this out, is the Rasta. It's like a Jamaican blend of spicy jerk seasoning, cinnamon, nutmeg, and lime, and just makes for a really uh, flavorful wing. I mean, of course, you can always choose like Seven Alarm Fire. That's cool too, but I just like that jerk seasoning. Um, it was really close in terms of the game, Papa Shot, but uh, Connor was the winner. And if you want a chance to win a $750 Amazon card, the first round of Wingdome's March Madness Papa Shot tourney starts on March 21st at 7 p.m. at locations in Greenwood and Kirkland. So find out more details on the Facebook event and uh, check out some of the stories for, for those two to see uh, what the what the contest was like. But, you know, it's got to be funny because both of them just, just real characters. So you mentioned seven hundred and fifty dollar Amazon card, not seventy five, seven fifty, seven five zero. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. That's right. Dang, that's mm -hmm. man. That's a lot of that's a lot of charging cables because I usually buy a large char charging cables, lightning cables for my for my phone charger. Yep. USB <laughs> adapters. You buy a lot of those too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amongst like other you, things from yeah. Amazon. Amongst yeah. other things from Amazon. No, you Man. guys, that's pretty much all he buys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I missed out. I love Papa Shot. I, Do you? I'm yeah, sure come. I know. I wish I. Oh, I'm not. I'm starting to regret Papa it. Shot now and I'm gonna, chicken wings. Come on. Yeah, maybe I'll stop by the Kirkland and just play some Papa Shot with my own. So you should. That. And like I said, that's the first round of the tournament, and so we're gonna get to see the best of the best at Papa Shot. So bring yeah. your skills, y'all. 
<laughs> no, <same>. All right. It's going to call a, you out. A. a high school varsity basketball player. Did I start? No, but I came off the bench. I was still good. Okay. <laughs> uh, every day we learn so much about each other. <laughs> now, Monica, on Friday, we don't often venture out to Bothell, huh? Well, you don't often venture out to Bothell. You, I, <laughs> I don't. I mean, uh, I, I don't often go that far out on the east side. But for good barbecue, we will make the trip anywhere. Carolina Smoked Barbecue, located in Country Village in Bothell, serves up awesome smoked meats. We got a chance to meet up with Ma Family Five, and we all shared a billion platter, four meats mm-hmm. and two sides. I love this platter, Monica, because you know me, I can't decide on anything. If I when yeah. I when Once I order something and I see something pass by, I wish I had ordered that. So mm-hmm. this is the best. This is one of the best platters. Normally, this serves about two people. There was more than enough food to serve the three of us. And we still didn't even finish it. And you can choose between six types of meats, the baby back ribs, the pulled pork, the beef brisket, the tri-tip, hot wings, or hot links. And we got to choose four of those. And we got the collard greens and the jalapeno cornbread. Monica, I was full after that. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a super long list of food that you just named out. I mean, <laughs> I, I think with you and me, and I was glad to, to have Ma Family Five eating with us, but... um you know, sometimes I forget that people might not be used to watching us eat. Like we love to <laughs> eat meat, you know, we'll just throw down and get meat sweats and we're good with it. Um, but I think she kept up pretty well. <laughs> she kept up pretty well. Oh, yeah. um, she held her sure. own. She held her own. <laughs> she held her own. And, you know, this business has always had a place close to my heart. I've known the owner for many, many years since before he opened the restaurant and definitely in another lifetime for me. And, and so he's a really great guy who has run just a business with heart and integrity that's part of the Bothell community. And just so you all know, I mean, one of the reasons it's closing is because Country Village was sold and, uh, you know, all the businesses are shutting down. And so we don't know where he's going to be after this. He's still looking for a spot, but he'll keep us informed and we'll be sure to let you know because barbecue like this has to live. I mean, there's just no way about it. He is by far my favorite barbecue in the area. And actually, Nelson's right. You know, I don't get out to Bothell like every other day. Um, so it's pretty special to go out there and spend time with him. But I'll do it for good food and so looking forward to hear where carolina smoke will be next i've been there twice now and their brisket is just so consistent right very tender mm-hmm. we got an extra half pound of the brisket because mm-hmm. it was so good so yeah. i'm a big fan and i love their hot links their hot links are really good too yeah they're pretty good I can't wait for them to come back after the break and yeah i want some more barbecue <laughs> i know me too all right do we have some events in the coming week nelson Heck yes, a lot, starting with the iconic Ivers. Monica, tell us about that. Yes. So, um, you know, I always uh, forget that people might not know about this event because I've been going it to, to it every year for as long as I can remember. Every year, Ivers Restaurant celebrates Ivers' 100, uh, well, this year is his 114th birthday, but they celebrate his birthday every year. So Ivers founder, or should I say flounder, Ivor Hagelin. You see what I did there? Okay. All right. So uh, I. That was my water cooler laugh. If you didn't know. 
<laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> so the celebration is always a big event. So on Tuesday, March 19th, visit any of the Ivers restaurant locations. And what you can do is buy one entree and get one entree for $1.14 off the special menu. And the special menu has like 12 things on it that, that are delicious. Um, I've eaten all of them. Um, and the first 114 guests will receive a special mini pineapple coconut cupcake from Cakes of Paradise Bakery. If you do not know Cakes of Paradise, you got to go find out because I am telling you they make tropical baked goods like no other. And I'm from Hawaii. I'm telling you they do it right anywhere from their Chantilly cake to their guava cake, like whatever. They do Hawaiian cakes right. Their upside down cake is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Right? Yes. I totally love them. And just just so you guys know, this offer doesn't apply to any stadium locations, but you can get this deal at just the regular seafood bars, just like the one that you find in North Seattle, but they won't do any call-in orders. And when you're ordering, don't forget to say happy birthday, Ivor, to get that deal. $1.14. You can't beat that. Can't can't beat beat that, that. right? Yeah. I want some fish and chips and clams and strips right now. Totally. You should go do it. (laughs) Well, you're not going to, well, Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday. I got to wait till Tuesday. Mm Mm-hmm. Monica Heritage Distilling Company and Sea Bear Wild Salmon. That's our next event. They have teamed up to create a BSB brown sugar bourbon smoked salmon. Oh man. Mm. How's that sound? It sounds delicious. You had me yeah. at salmon. <laughs> have you been to Heritage Distilling? They have a couple locations in Ballard and Capitol Hill and also the headquarters in Gig Harbor. I personally went to the Gig Harbor location during a bachelor party and loved it. Wow. That's that's always a go. Is it fun? It's a lot of fun. And you know me. I am not that big of a whiskey drinker, but the brown sugar bourbon, oh, so good. Mm. It's so good. And I believe last year they had a an exclusive Mariner's whiskey too as well. And mm. I'm not sure if they're going to have one this year or not, but I believe they are. Going back to the Sea Bear Wild Salmon, to celebrate the collaboration, Heritage Distilling Company's Capitol Hill location is having a launch party on Saturday, March 23rd at 3 p.m. at the Capitol Hill location, and it's open to the public. Attendees, if you go there, you'll get to enjoy the BSB Smoked Salmon as well as the Spirit Flights from Heritage Distilling. And then they also have bottles on sale at special pricing too as well. Mm. If you can't make it, starting on March 23rd, the BSB Smokehouse Salmon will be available to purchase with the other smoked salmon flavors of the Sea bear website as well as the smokehouse store also at the company's made in washington store and pike place market too as well so you can purchase it i'm excited to try this when we head over to heritage distilling company on saturday oh i'm definitely excited too i'm always down for lunch parties just you know if you guys are listening i love lunch parties just fyi And they're going to be having Heritage Distilling whiskey flights too as well mm-hmm. during that event. Pair the whiskey with the salmon. I like it. I've never had this combination. I'm excited to try it. Yeah, me too. All right, Monica, people are excited about this on Instagram. Tell us I about know. this new resurrection from Farale. Did I pronounce that right? Farale? Farale, yeah. <laughs> that's what yes. that's what the enunciation is according to their instagram so according to their yeah. instagram is what they said even though i think i used to say it differently even though well probably everybody said it differently um so it's been over a year since ferrali shut its doors in south park and so if you didn't go to that location you don't know what i'm talking about you need to get in the know because on saturday march 23rd at bar Dad, 
they return with the Flavor Trailer, and that's their new food trailer, and starting at 3 p.m. at Bar Ciudad. The trailer will be mobile, and we're waiting to hear more about the menu, schedule, and catering options. The official family-friendly kickoff party starts at 5 p.m. and will include DJs, performances, light appetizers, and cocktail collabs with Bar Ciudad. Welcome back, Ferrale. Can't wait to visit. Oh, man. Anything exciting for you to try out there? You know... It's one of those things. They make some really good sandwiches. You know, like I'm not a huge sandwich fan, but you got to make some, you know, if you Heck if you make yeah. a good sandwich, I'll come. And, and so I'm looking forward to like any new takes they might have on old favorites. But yeah, not really sure what they're going to have. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited that they're having their, their truck back mm-hmm. and they're going mobile and mm-hmm. hopefully maybe they can visit the east side so I don't have to drive all the way out to Seattle. I don't know. Hint, hint, Ferrale. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the truck looks like. The trailer looks like. Yeah, I love, I love their design. I love their mm-hmm. design when I when I went there in South Park, and mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really happy that they're back. I'm really happy yeah. that they're back in Seattle. They, we need this, Seattle. We, need, we definitely need this. We do. All right, Monica, let's end it with this one. Matcha, matcha man. Monica <laughs> wants to be. A matcha man. <laughs> so, if you didn't know, Matcha Man is back. Another snowmageddon victim because of the snow about a month ago. They had to reschedule their pop-up, but Matcha Man is back and they're hosting their first pop-up of 2019 this Sunday, March 24th at Sansei Seafood Restaurant Sushi Bar at 815 Pine Street. Just like the original pop-up they wanted to have, they'll be featuring the buko pandan and the matcha Mm. soft serve flavors along with their famous teyaki fish cones. And in addition to that, Sansei will also have some light food fare as well. So check them out Sunday, get some ice cream. I'm glad they're back and I'm glad they were able to reschedule and get back on to full board. Yep. Can't wait to see them. Yeah. So the, there's a couple events this week. Also, there's March Madness. So get on down to Wing Dome for some Papa Shot, get some ice cream on Sunday, and then try some salmon on a Saturday and go to Georgia Town for Ferrale. Yeah. That sounds like a good plan. Sounds what like a think? good plan. Monica, I'm so excited for the guest you're about to introduce. It's the no phony, the Mac without the Roni. We love this guy. Monica, tell us more about your guest for today. For sure. You stole my intro, but you didn't do the whole thing. So I'll do the whole thing. Our what, interview- did, I forget the, did I forget the coming live on the ones and twos? What else did I, what else did I forget? I'll, I'll show you how it's done. Justin, hope you're <laughs> okay. listening, boy. Okay. Our oh, interview boy. today is with my boy, the one and only, the no phony, the Mac without the Roni, Justin, don't threaten me with a good time, Oba. Give it a listen. Well, hey, everybody. We're here today with Justin Oba, who is a culinary tour guide at Saver Seattle and a foodie who you may know as at Obelicious PNW. Justin is larger than life, and you can see that in his tours, social media, and adventures all around the city. He's a promoter of local business and an all-around great guy. Welcome to the show, Justin. Was good, Seattle Foodie <laughs> Podcast family. What up, Monica? Oh, doing good, doing good. It's such a beautiful day. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to hang out oh, with us. Oh, any, any time for y'all. Thank you. All right, so let's get to talking about you. Tell us how you got started in social media, and specifically Instagram. Ooh, yeah, that's that's a really good question. Oh, I, it goes back uh, pretty far. Far. I mean, I've, I've always had Instagram and Facebook like most people did, but I never really took it seriously at all. Um, it really, it, it all comes down to what I do today is like my, my profession as a food tour guide with Savor Seattle Food Tours. So I graduated from Washington State University uh, in 2014. I got my degree in, in uh, comparative ethnic studies. Uh, so yeah, I was a social justice warrior. 
What? Right, that's like Look my degree you. in. I'm not doing that now. Um, but I had that my degree in that and art and I got minor in art history. But uh, um, but I loved food. I like you know I, I watched the Food Network and you know mm-hmm. I, I was a I was a breakfast cook at a sorority for many years. Uh, what happened was after I graduated college, went to, came to Seattle. I worked for about ten months selling medical insurance for cats and dogs for a great mm. company called Trupanion. Mm-hmm. But I got I got really tired of working in the cubicle, and so I looked for a job. And it was coming into summer, and I got a job as a tour guide with Saver Seattle. Um, I was actually also a tour guide in college, so I. Uh, for the campus, and so I knew that I could do it pretty well. I thought, mm-hmm. okay, this is just a short-term thing. Do it for the summer, no biggie. But I ended up really loving the company, and I love mm-hmm. Pike Place Market. Uh, it was great to kind of relive my childhood visiting mm-hmm. and getting to share these stories. But the, you know, I, I end up staying over this uh, through the year. But the problem after about a year of being a tour guide, the thing that really caught my attention was I make these incredible experiences for people, showing them, making them fall in love with the market, becoming friends with them. But after two uh, two hours, you don't see them again. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, this sucks. And so, like, how do I make someone like my best friend and then never see him again, right? Mm. So uh, I was like, well, how can I continue this conversation about food, the city, Seattle, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that's when I was like, oh, yeah, hey, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so I changed my personal account into this Obalicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a play on words of uh, uh, my last name, Oba, and a Hawaiian word called Onolicious. Mm-hmm. And that means... For me, ono is just uh, means something that tastes so good, so tasty, so delicious that you eat it and you die just to come back to life mm-hmm. to eat it six more times. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> that and broke them out. Broke them out. You already know. You already know. System. But yeah, no. So that's what happened. So I just, I just literally, um, I, I was doing nothing special. I would just visit like the partners that I visit on my tour, and I would walk around the city. And like, if a restaurant or a window caught my eye, I would go in, mm-hmm. and I would have a bite and I try to learn how to take a photo <laughs> and uh, and I just shared my thoughts that's all uh, I wasn't necessarily like a reviewer mm-hmm. or I, you know I wasn't a Yelper or anything like that mm-hmm. uh, no nothing against Yelpers but <laughs> not my flavor um, but yeah it just I just kind of did that and I've been really fortunate that I was able, I'm able to grow my audience from mm-hmm. people across the country across the world and right here hometown in mm-hmm. Seattle and so I'm really yeah that's that's kind of how I got started and you know and it just kind of Going all you know, downhill from there, being able to meet some really great people like yourselves, oh, other foodies, great you know public relations mm-hmm. teams. Shout out to Aaron Osborne and Kate Knighty over at uh, Osborne Northwest Public mm-hmm. Relations. They hold me down. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That, that, mm-hmm. Is that too long? <laughs> no, it's not. You know what I love about your story and your story is yours. It's, it's all about you. Is that again, like what you mentioned, you are actually touching not just like tourist lives but locals and to have that kind of credibility with locals when you're actually spending a lot of time with with tourists around the market right you're showing us things around the market that we never knew about or forgot about over time right I was just watching one of your old videos and it's about Omar Oriental Mart right and that's you know that's something that's gotten a lot of press uh, recently so of course more and more people are knowing about it but like those memories mean something And, and again like being able to be credible with not just tourists but locals, like I think, is huge and really speaks to the job that you're doing. So yeah, thank you. Dale, thank. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it. that's a big compliment. Yeah, no, I think there's, I think this place is a, a really magical place, and I think especially with like I think I think when you think of food in the city of Seattle, mm-hmm. it all comes down to Pike Place Market. Yeah. This is you know ground zero. This mm-hmm. is origin, right? And so. The thing about it is, as Seattle grows, we're one of the fastest growing cities in the country, right? And more and more new people are transplants and moving here, but what do they do? Oh, I'm a new to Seattle. 
I want to be, a, I'm a Seattle light now. <laughs> I don't want to go to be, I don't want to be looked as a, a visitor, mm -hmm. right? Or yeah. someone from out of town. So what do I not do? I don't go to Pike Place mm -hmm. Market because that's where mm -hmm. tourists are. Yeah. But I mean, I'm all, I'm trying to change that narrative. Mm -hmm. I really am because to me, it's like when you actually break down the context of the market, how it started, where it comes from, it's the, it's the most local place you can go. It's local producers. <laughs> it's local producers. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned Omar, you know, totally. Auntie Lai and her fans have been there since 1971. Mm, I mean, that right. doesn't get more local than yeah. that. And it's, so it's, it's always funny to me that you, I find people like that, that mm -hmm. are, are like, oh, I don't, I've never been to Pike Place. I went once when I, when I mm -hmm. visited here, but now that I live here, I never go back. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so sad because mm -hmm. there's literally people waiting for you to, to meet you and mm -hmm. be your best friend. That's right. Mm -hmm. And there's so many deals to be had and so much great food just internationally, right? And um, definitely there's a lot more tourists here than before. I remember, like, you could come before, you know, a couple years ago, even during the week, and it'd be quiet. It's never quiet anymore. It is always <laughs> hopping. Like no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. You know, and that's, you know, it's a blessing and a curse, right? Yes, As a lot of course. people say. I love it, though, because I, you know, I think it's, it, you know, what's not a world's market if you can't have yeah. an open arm to everybody. Yeah. So I mean, that's beautiful. So how would you describe the Seattle food scene? Like, what do you think about where you live and what to eat here? Oh man, that's that's a tough one. Uh, that's a really tough one for me. I, you know, definitely it's it's a very diverse landscape, right? And mm -hmm. it has a lot to do with the origins of how Seattle even started. We have mm -hmm. we're you know people from all uh, people from all over the world and country has been traveling here since 1851. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're a city as old as the zipper. Think about wow. that. Yeah, when the zipper was invented, Seattle started. Okay, think about that. Great piece of equipment. But with that being said, uh, all you know, all these people come from all over the country: Japanese, Chinese, Scandinavian, Italian, Jewish, you name it. Plus, right? Uh, and with you, with them, since 1851, comes their traditions, their cultures, right? And so you have recipes. You have people that grew that from the South who brought up fried chicken, right? You have Asians, uh, Japanese Americans that have mm -hmm. you know sushi and bento and you know. Uh, yakisoba and what have you, right? You have all these different flavors. Uh, but the unique thing about Seattle, and especially the Northwest, right, is that we have one of the best bounties, you know, ocean, field, and stream. Yes. Where else can you go to go to the east and get, you know, produce, right? Mm -hmm. Go to the west and get ocean. Uh, you know, we have all these, you know, we have this, you know, reach right here within arm's mm -hmm. grasp. So to me, I think the Seattle food scene is very much my definition of what Pacific Northwest food is. It's comfort food. Yeah, for sure. It's comfort food. Mm -hmm. It's its our old recipes and taking what we have and recreating it mm -hmm. to the best we can. And so I think that's, to me, that's what Seattle, the Seattle food's about. Yeah. It's about comfort food the most. Because, I mean, how many fine dining establishments do we have? How many, like, jackets? Yeah, one, maybe, you know, canless, right? Yeah. Maybe a second one, uh, this new one, Heirloom, yeah, that possibly. just opened up. I haven't been there yet, mm -hmm. but it looks awesome. Mm -hmm. The prices definitely look like I need to wear a jacket. <laughs> um, <laughs> just so I can fit in. But, um, but like, you know, there's there's definitely that, right? There's, there's, there's a little bit, and people want that, too. But yeah. at the same time, uh, I think... The traditions of Seattle is that we've always been kind of a working class town, even mm -hmm. with, you know, we're not cutting wood anymore, but mm -hmm. we're, it's a new, it's a new age, right? Where we're technology working, working in different levels. And uh, I think comfort food still is there. That's mm -hmm. why ramen's so big right now in Seattle. Mm -hmm. That's why pho has always been big here mm -hmm. in Seattle. Uh, we love that comfort food. So that's, to me, that's yeah. Seattle's all about comfort food. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, what are some hidden gems that people might not know about? Hidden gems. Mm -hmm. um, Tell us what's well, up. Well, of course, Omar. You mentioned that. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Auntie Lai and the family there. Um, she's on vacation right now, so she's not open yet. I mm -hmm. can't wait. She's, she's coming back from the Philippines here in a little bit. Okay. But they just had <laughs> that. If you I just walked by. I'm you, just like, why, why are they closed? <laughs> did, you, um, did you see that Eater video they did? No, I got to so watch So Eater that. just put a, pr awesome. posted a video. Um, it's amazing. It's so it? great. It talks about our history and their family, and they cook Sinagon. If you haven't had her salmon mm. Sinagon... 
you ain't lived yet. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't know Filipino food till you had her synagogue. That's right. Um, and then in the summertime, she takes her salmon, those salmon collars, and she fries them, and mm. that's a big hit. So if you haven't been to Omart, that's my favorite place to eat in the city. Yeah. And pro t- and, and special shout-out if you go there and sit there and tell Auntie Lai, Obelicious sent you, you know, you might eat, eat props to you. You might get a little you might you might get a little surprise. Little, something, little surprise. You might get a little respect to your name. That's all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> good to know. Um, good to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that that's a gem uh, for dining. A lot of people miss Cook Weaver. Mm. Love Cook Weaver. Um, those guys are amazing. Uh, Zach Reynolds, the chef there, is an awesome chef. Uh, what I one one fun fact that a lot of people don't know is that they have a little chef's counter in their kitchen. So it's a small little gem. There's a chef's counter, but you actually all you have to do to get that chef's counter is not there's no extra fee. You mm-hmm. just as if it's open mm-hmm. and available, you can reserve it, and mm-hmm. it's a great experience. I encourage if you have like a group of like four, mm-hmm. I'd say four is like perfect. perfect. Sit down at the kitchen ta- that chef's table. You can talk to Zach. Zach's working his butt mm-hmm. off cooking, but it's cool to see all the action that's happening there. Uh, the food there is amazing. Get his uh, his that fr- he has a fried chicken dish. Mm-hmm. It's like a Korean like fried chicken. What I love about them is that they do this really great idea of uh, Euro Asian is what they call it, but mm-hmm. it's it's inauthentic. It's inauthentically authentic, or is it mm-hmm. other way around? Authentically inauthentic. That's <laughs> what it is. Authentically inauthentic, and I love that because I think there's always this play of like like fusion and everyone fights mm-hmm. about it like what is Asian fusion what is appropriation all this but these guys they take pride in like hey we love these flavors Zach isn't necessarily I don't think I don't believe he's Asian American uh, I'm not I don't know I'm not sure but I don't think he is but uh, he takes these great flavors and he recreates these awesome dishes and they are amazing and so I'm like hey man if you can make good food mm-hmm. more power to you yeah and so sure. I love that uh, so I love that I love Cook Weaver it's a little hidden gem great for date night uh, their bar program too mm-hmm. the other uh, uh, Neil's he makes a he makes a mean cocktail too. Mm. So Cook Weaver, Omar. Oh, what else do I love? Hidden gems, huh? Oh, I just went to DE, Pioneer Square DE. Yep. It's a new new place. Love their food. Chef Ben, I met him back when he was at local 360. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he's there and he's really taken over the reins. Oh my gosh. Like what, what what's good there? I mean Yo. Like any specific dishes people should be looking for? Absolutely. <laughs> Get they just put on this and I just posted on my Instagram mm-hmm. so check it out y'all it's a, a smoked veal rib. What? It's a veal rib, about? ginormous <laughs> oh dinosaur bone of a rib. It's smoked with apple wood. They have this turmeric like barbecue sauce they paint on it. Oh my gosh, fallen off the bone, stupid tender. Oh my gosh, stupid like three O's, stupid mm, tender. That sounds delicious. Uh, and it comes with like chick like a chickpea like braised chickpea stew it's mm-hmm. it's amazing uh yeah i i had that and that was like so incredibly good it's super filling um but that place is awesome but then their cocktail program is great cool. uh, this other another ben is an awesome yeah. bartender there ben uh, and ben, and ben, and ben. <laughs> they, they're killing the game just dna ben and ben so bnb <laughs> so, uh, um they also do what's really cool about them is they do their they have kind of an in-house like butchery program oh. so they do everything themselves in-house which is amazing so like for example they have uh, chicharrones on their menu and the fact that like you know a lot of people they just buy it you know it's you know you, you buy it yourself you can pre-made no these guys yeah. take that skin they fry it themselves it takes like a couple of days for them mm-hmm. to prepare it i mean there that's a lot nothing, of love there's nothing like a freshly made chicken yeah I mean, that's a lot like of it. love to, mm-hmm. to put that craft in there and then mm-hmm. still have a reasonable <clears throat> price mm-hmm. like whoa more power to you yeah for sure all right, so we're going to do a little bit of a lightning round so i'm going to ask you a couple things you're going to respond not too many though you okay. ready Bring it. All right. Brunch or dinner? Dinner. 
Best cocktail. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Uh, favorite ramen? Oink. Oink. Oh, that's my boy. Chef Oi, what's good, baby? That's my boy. I miss you. And pop or soda? <laughs> soda. <laughs> Thank pop, you. The only pop I know is my dad. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. So, Justin, uh, we always like to ask what people are eating. This could be something you're cooking, types of cuisine, restaurant that you're loving, anything. What are you eating? What am I eating? Oh, man. I tell you what I'm eating. And I got, and it's like 15 steps away from us right now. This Acme ice cream. Acme ice cream. Yo, if you ever heard of this Acme ice cream, you need to check it out. So these guys make their ice cream in Bellingham, right? Mm-hmm. But they just got into the packaged ice cream game. And so you can find it here in Seattle mm-hmm. as well now, a couple places. But uh, what's really cool about Acme is that they have no air. I don't know if you know this, but there's a big controversy at least i call it a controversy mm-hmm. in ice cream world where you know when you buy like your your favorite ice cream at the grocery store and those pint sized deals you know it's a reason why it's pint and not by weight mm-hmm. right they the reason why is because they're allowed to add air into your ice cream mm-hmm. and so that pint you know it yeah. fills up with air mm-hmm. so how much that's why it's so mm-hmm. light and that's why how much you know you eat that pint you're like oh my god it's gone because <laughs> there's only really half a pint in there it's not really it's all air yeah these guys like 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 vacuum out the air and they just add more ice cream to it oh and gosh. so it's like i remember my first like pu- i opened up the top and like the ice cream like sticks to the top right and it pulls out and there's just like these giant like it's like, almost like a, it's a you ever seen a cheese pool but yeah. frozen yeah yeah oh that's what God. i saw chocolate ice cream pulling like a cheese pool i was like holy mother you know um and then i took a bite and it's like super like like almost like taffy it's like stringy and oh sells a bite to it i'm like whoa it's biting back i love it <laughs> it's biting back uh this, this, I, it was, you know, I'm, I'll tell you what, right now, I love, personally, gelato is one of my favorite things. Yeah. I like fruit, mm-hmm. like, base flavors. Yeah. Um, and so, I, if I had a choice, like, I always typically go gelato over, or mm-hmm. sherbet, or gelato mm-hmm. over um, ice cream. Mm-hmm. But this ice cream started making me think about a lot yeah. of things. Yeah, so, my I mean, test is butterfat, like how much butterfat they got in there. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. I don't know. We, we can find out we after this. We're going to some ice cream. We're going to eat it. Okay. Check out the Instagram, y'all. We're going to eat cool. some ice cream after this. Um... Yeah, good times. That's that's one of my that's that's what I'm eating right now. Also, where did I just go? I was you know I love poke. If you don't, also something a lot of people don't know about me. My family's from Hawaii, so I was adopted by my my step grandfather, who's Japanese Hawaiian, Mm -hmm. and so that's all I've grown up to Mm -hmm. know. So I know Hawaii culture pretty well. But poke is one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. I love you know shout to Go Poke. They're probably my favorite shop Mm -hmm. in Seattle. Uh, very authentic. It's the real deal. Yep. But I just recently, I went to a different Poke shop. I cheated on them. I felt really sad. Yeah. But I went to a Poke Works. And I don't usually go there, but mm-hmm. I was invited there uh, because they launched this new lava bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, they, so this lava bowl was actually was created by Chef Sheldon Simeon, who was, you know, Bravo's top chef. Uh, he's won numerous awards. He was mm-hmm. doing videos for Eater for a while. I mean, he's a great, you know, award-winning chef mm-hmm. and really well-known. But he created this specific dish for Poke Works. Awesome. And so it's the lava bowl is supposed to be, like, fiery <laughs> hot. And, I, you know, I can handle hot, right? I saw you sweating. You saw me sweating? I saw you sweating. I was sweating. I saw you sweating. I, I don't sweat often. Like, oh, I mean, uh, take that back. I sweat. Like, I not work out. Food. But not from food. <laughs> no. I ate this bowl. I'm like, all I saying nothing. I started you burning look hurt. up. I was hurt. And they had the audacity to not give me no water. I was like, oh, I need some water. Y'all didn't give me a cup. I went and grabbed it myself. I, 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 like, I didn't even ask. I like literally reached over the counter, grabbed the cup, and filled it. Um, like, it was like, yo, this is, this is crazy. So, yeah, shout out to that. If you like spicy food, yep. check out the lava bowl because that was, it's been on my mind still. Still? Uh, yeah, it, it's crazy because you think you eat something that hot, you don't want to go back, but yeah. I, I like pain. Yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> 
I mean, come I on. Like pain. Like, <laughs> We're I in it to win it. I like to hurt myself. So. All right, Justin. Yeah. So uh, that's all the time we have for today. Okay. Why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media platforms? Awesome. Y'all follow your boy. The one and only, no phony, the Mac without the Roni, Justin Oba. It's, I'm at Instagram at Obalicious. That's O-B-A, like Obama. Obalicious, L-I-C-I-O-U-S, P-N-W, or Justin Oba. Search me, Justin Oba. You'll see Barack, Michelle, and me somewhere in between. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Justin. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Thanks, Monica. And that was Monica's interview with Justin Oba, a.k.a. Obalicious PNW. He's so awesome. Check him out on Instagram. But most importantly, he's got some videos up too as well. His infamous Fung Bros tour around Pike Place. Check him out on YouTube with Fung Bros, the famous Fung Bros. He literally stole the show on that YouTube mm-hmm. episode. As well as Food Beast, his Amazon Go introduction, as well as the ramen burger at Kasu Burger. And also on his IGTV, he's got his appearance on Monsoon when he was promoting their Chinese New Year monsoon menu. He's famous, Monica. Oh, yeah. He's he's insta famous for sure. And, you know, he's such a great guy. And honestly, like so much personality, just larger than life. Love to have him in a room. And by the way, shout out to Justin's friend, Andrew, who uh, gave us that tagline. Don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, That just happened last week. But want to give credit where credit's due. All right, Monica, that's the end of the show. I'm going to be in Vegas this week. So hold down the fort while I'm gone, a.k.a. don't eat without me. I will eat all the things. So you guys, yeah. Nelson's out of town. Go ahead and send me those invites. While I'm in Vegas, don't go to any events. <laughs> don't give me any FOMO, even though I'm probably eating awesome food in Vegas. I do not want to miss any events, any food events, any non-food events, any lunches you're going to, <laughs> aka just eat a bunch of salads at work. That's all I want you to do. You guys send me the invites. I'll be there. Let's make Nelson jealous. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't ever, don't do that. Don't do that, fam. Fam, don't do that. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a fun show and happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at seattlefoodiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.